Hi, my name is Maya. Boy, do I love creating stories, but boy, do I fucking hate writing them. I can't, I can't write for shit, dog. You can write. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely gotten a lot better, but like uh-huh. compared to like yeah, yeah, the beautiful yeah. majestic fanfictions yeah. that I've read, <laughs> I'm not close to that yet. Uh, um, hi, my name is Sydney, and I wish I could just pay someone to write for me because boy, oh boy, boy, oh boy, <laughs> boy, oh boy. Yeah, I feel like I'm a good writer, but it takes so much out of me. It takes so much. I have not written for such a long time because I. I am on a burnout kick right now mm. where, like, I realized that my AO3 birthday is coming up next <gasps> month, uh, where I first started publishing the Kego Takami fic. Yeah. It's past 100,000 words, and I feel like yeah, maybe yeah, I yeah, should yeah. take a break. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, hey, man, just just do what you want, you know? Yeah. So I was just like, hey, you've been doing this for a really long time, and I'm surprised it did, it did this for so long, because mm-hmm. I am a person that, like, I... I stick to a thing for a couple months where like especially during quarantine i was like i'm into embroidery for right now i am into the kalimba right now yes 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 yes. i'm the i've always been the same way where it's like i i was Mm -hmm. no it's not a phase and it totally was (laughs) totally fucking phase it was totally fucking phase but like fan fiction writing and reading Uh has been a part of my schedule and life yeah for such a long time yeah i'm surprised that i even like hopefully by the time this episode's out i should have a new chapter of my long-standing one out um, I should have a new one shot out too. So like it's it's good. Yeah. I'm I'm surprised that I've written this far, but I truly do think it's because of one the podcast and two you. <laughs> I I literally don't think I would have made it this far. I I don't think so either. Like I think I just would have just like I I that and like that I'm actually publishing and I'm like yeah. oh people are actually reading this. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I see that like subscriber count like one hundred percent. Yeah. So, I'll even, give you guys something. Even then, like, on my Tumblr, every day mm-hmm. I still get notes. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck is going know. on? Can you can you people stop yeah. for two seconds? Can you just stop consuming for Yeah, two can seconds? you, like, stop reading the shit that I'm writing two and publishing? Seconds. Like, I would, I would very much appreciate it if can you... Can you take your time at least? Yeah. <laughs> like, just bookmark it for later. Book, yeah, bookmark it for Th- later. That'll be fine. Um, so, I do have some fan fiction news. Ooh. I have two pieces, and one is very serious, and one is kind of stupid. So, which one do you want first? Um, let's do the serious one okay, first. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, so the serious one. So, there is a, um erotica author okay. named Romilly King, uh, mm-hmm. specializes in male-on-male erotica. Okay. Um, who's thriving in the market, um, with... Mostly because they have an extremely fast turnover. In 2020 alone, they published eight books. Holy fuck. And they plan to publish nine this year. Good, okay. Um, so, it's an extreme... Literally, we just talked about, like, how difficult it is to... To write. <laughs> to write. Something like so, that. So, like, the turnout rate. Wow. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, people have found that the explanation for this turnover rate is that she is plagiarizing work from fan fiction. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> um, the plagiarism scandal was uncovered by a Twitter user, Kokum Royley. Mm. I think I'm saying that, saying that right. It's K-O-K-O-M-R-O-I-L-Y, um, who was reading King's book and found it very familiar, mm. like, found it being like, I could quote these lines, like, how familiar it yeah. is. Um, so the book uh, is called Paid to Kneel. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's an erotic novel. Yeah. Um, Fabio cover. But it was way too similar to a 30k Destiel supernatural fan Holy fiction. Fuck. <laughs> oh my god. 
entitled If You Hurt Me That's Okay Baby by writer Blue underscore Jack on Archive of Our Own. Jesus fucking Christ. So several of the scenes were completely identical and I have examples yeah i can like see they, i can see they that pulled examples um and other sections had just been like lightly rewritten just like lightly just like a word had been changed like they just the synonym for this word and like changed it oh my god like some high school level shit yeah yeah yeah. so um you know it's not uncommon for fan fiction writers to take their own stories and make them royalty free mm-hmm, for publication mm-hmm. like E.L. James did this for Fifty Shades of Grey obviously Anna Ton did it for after but like it's not uncommon so that was originally what um, this Twitter user thought um, and didn't want to call someone out for being like oh you just took your work and you published it yeah um, so uh, Kokum reached out to Blue Jack on AO3 and the writer confirmed that they are not Romilly King right. and they did not give King permission to any of their work um, and uh, stating on their AO3 in a note section, I have been notified that someone has allegedly plagiarized my fic on Amazon, paid to Neil Delphic Agency Number One by Romilly King. I have never given Romilly King or anyone else permission to do my use my work or post it as their own work, and I am in the process of trying to get Amazon to take it down. So, um, King plagiarized the work and just yeah. sold it as yeah, their yeah, own. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so Blue Jack filed a copyright complaint through Amazon and Paid to Neil was quickly taken down. The ebook is no longer available, although currently the audiobook is still on Audible. Mm. So, I mean, like, they'll probably take it down soon because it's owned by Amazon, yeah. but, like... Still. Could you imagine? No, I can't. Could I literally fucking can't. Could you imagine getting can. a note just when, like, hey, hey, just hey? Because also it's on AO3, like, that's in a comment section. Like, <laughs> like AO3 doesn't have a yeah. DM system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were just like, hey, so I was reading this book, <laughs> and it's scarily similar to your book. Like, you're not, you, you're not. You're not Romilly King by chance, are you? So, um, as we've talked about several times before, most fan fiction is non-commercial. All fan fiction is non-commercial, mm-hmm. unless you take out the bits that are um, somebody else's work and you republish it that yeah. way, like changing characters, changing yeah, storylines. Yeah, yeah. um, but while you are not allowed to make money by publishing said supernatural fanfic, you do own that copyright yeah. to what you've written. So if you're a fan fiction writer and you found out you've been plagiarized mm-hmm. um, by someone who is making money off of your work, yeah. you are well within your right to issue a DCMA take down which is exactly what this person fuck did. yeah fuck you they fuck yeah fuck yeah fuck, exactly fuck yeah. so um after this accusation was spread other readers began accusing the author of plagiarizing other stories in the Hannibal fandom okay. in the Marvel fandom okay. and in the Mo Dao Zushi I know I pronounced that wrong I'm so sorry fandom which is a popular Chinese show okay so they were like hey so this is also similar to this one fan fiction over here yeah so this author was like literally i they pulled in like the original tweet there are some sections that are like they are just lightly rewritten like if there's another maybe sentence of dialogue or whatever and then there are sections that are fully just the same like not even trying to rewrite them in any way shape or form like because i can say that i've taken inspiration off of a lot yeah. of fan fiction no, writers. No, 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 one hundred percent. Like, especially when it comes to writing smut for me, because I'm not skilled in writing smut. Like, I will take the time and go read X reader yeah, smut or whatever, yeah. and be like, "Oh, that's how you've described this. That's a yeah, really good yeah, word yeah, yeah. that you used, or something like that." Even then, like everyone just pulls from each other concepts, mm-hmm. like even phrases, words. Yeah. Like it, it happens. Yeah. Yeah. But the. <laughs> Um, this is not that. This is not that. No. This is not... I will post these because, like, I don't... I feel like it would be 
nothing yeah. if I just read all these yeah. off and all of the all of the, this wasn't even all of them all the different examples of just mm. like fully plagiarizing that this mm. is um come on like it's so embarrassing oh that's totally I, embarrassing I had when I worked at the newspaper in college we had a fan uh, pl- pa- a plagiarism thing with one of the, oh. our writers in the newsroom oh um and I was the editor-in-chief at the time so I had to take care of that myself because all the stories went through my co like the copywriter first and then came through me so I got the piece and it was about some like BPA like really scientific whatever and it it went through the copywriter they made the edits it came to me and I was like this is very scientific like sciencey for you not being a science person like you're using a lot of big words or whatever yeah. and I remember uh, the advisor at the time of the of the college paper I was at she was just like just put it through google like just put the sentence through google like if it seems weird to you just put it through google and that's exactly what we did mm-hmm. and um we had found that she plagiarized from harvard Medi- medicine nice like, yeah and so it was me, my copywriter, and then one of my other close, he was, like, the features editor at the time, mm. and, like, another close, we had been working in the paper for, like, four years then, so, like, we were very close, and we were all sitting there just being, like, what the fuck, dude? Like, going through sentence by sentence, basically, like, copy, Google, whatever, and we had to go through, because she had published three other stories in our newspaper, so we had to then go through those stories, mm-hmm. and there was a, she she wrote a story about the food pantry that was at the college at the time and it was like they had renovated or whatever Mm -hmm. she completely plagiarized another college like another like another community college in like oregon like their food pantry and just changed the name of it all right yeah and it was it was like the one time because i never fired anybody because i was still just like a college kid like it wasn't it was a real job but like it Mm -hmm. wasn't you know um i wasn't hr you know but i remember i had to just be like Hey. You can't write for us anymore, and you're lucky that I'm not turning you into the school board because this is unacceptable. Um, yeah. So you won't be writing for us anymore, and I'm pretty sure our professor kept her in the class for the rest of the time because she was in like a news writing class. Um, I don't know why she did that, but like it was okay. awful. Like God. Even to be on the side of I'm finding out about your plagiarism. Because then we had to, like, publish an apology in our newspaper. Being like, hey, sorry, we have plagiarized from these people in these mm-hmm. stories. And mm-hmm. we're sorry. Yeah. Oh, my God. But, like, going to fucking middle school and high school. Yes. That's, like, the biggest thing any English oh teacher fucking God. talks about. They're like, they if you fucking plagiarize. Drill that into yes. you. It blows my mind yes. that people still do it in college and past yes. college. It's like you people really think you can get away with it. You can. And I'm sure there's people that have gotten away with it, Probably. but like, are you are you fucking kidding yeah. me right now? Oh my god, you're not slick. No, like, absolutely not. I just like and then trying to make money and fan fiction. Fan fiction is free, mm-hmm. and you're trying to make money off the people who are putting free content out for you. Yeah, disgusting. So, um, but yeah, the, the author has not made a statement about it. Mm. Um, their Twitter has been completely silent. Mm. Um, but I mean, good for, good for Blue Jack for. Oh yeah. For good putting on, that good on the, takedown. good on the initial person. Oh my God. No, that literally. Like, mm. Hey, this is too similar. This is, um, this reminds me of something else. Yeah. So I just don't fucking, I mean, you probably know if you're a moral human being, don't plagiarize. Just don't fucking plagiarize. Don't plagiarize. It's totally like. If we're being honest, any quote-unquote original idea you've ever had is not an original no. idea. Someone else has done it before, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. That is human nature. Yeah. But only you write the way you write. Yes. No one else writes yes. like you. 
That's why you have to do it yourself. Yes. Even if it's, like, what you do when you pull up resources mm-hmm. and, like, look at stuff. You yeah. can totally, like, look at a sentence uh-huh. and be like, hey, I need to explain this in a way yes. that maybe teenagers yeah. understand, not college students. Yeah. And then I you feel like it. after, if you start reading an author, you know their things. Yeah. Like, I feel like I do a lot of triple things. Like, I'll yeah. use sentences in triple ways and I'll, like, reword things. That, like, you know that with their idiosyncrasies after a time yeah, of, like, yeah. reading a specific author. And you're like, oh, yeah, they, they describe these things like that. And they yeah. use... Don't just don't just don't do just that. Don't do that. Like it's not cool. I would be so sad, so sad, if someone was just like, "Hey, so um, somebody just took your whole story, basically." No, I remember um back in like 2015 or 2016 mm-hmm. in Tumblr, they were fully there were pages that would look up old pieces of fanfic yeah. and then rip them, literally copy paste. <gasps> just change the title and be like look at my work and it would get so much more notes because like they took old old shit and i remember people like being like hey please be aware that people are doing this and i remember i had a bunch what? of old stuff up at the time and i mean i still do and i like i would look through all the tags yeah. that i had posted and be like okay i gotta make sure no one's my fucking God. taking my stuff and yeah it was like really bad and of course it's tumblr yeah they don't have any protection no. system so it's like i i guess i'm just fucked mm-hmm. but luckily people in the comments were like hey Here's the original. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me copy paste the mm-hmm. fucking link because you're a yeah. fucking asshole. Just listen. I know that writing is hard, but like, just do it. You're not going to get any better if you don't write. Well, exactly. Like, like, it's a skill that like you can take classes for, but you're not going to get any better if you don't just write. Yeah. 100%. No, I, yeah, I 100% yeah. agree with you. Just, yeah. Just write. Like, I, I just, just do it. Like, just write. And you just then ruin your whole reputation because then you could easily post something else that's yours, but no one's going to believe you anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> so this one you're going to hate me for. Okay. Um, because Mordetoi, a fan pairing from the Twilight Sparkles from My Little Pony mm-hmm. and Fanship is Magic with Mordecai from the regular shows are blowing up on TikTok. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Thank you, Airplanes. <laughs> Thank you, Airplanes by B.O.B. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Maya, you've been getting a lot more of these than I have. <laughs> yeah, I'm fully on that side of TikTok and, t- and Tumblr and Twitter. Yeah. That's, like, all it is. I've seen a single tweet about it. Nope, I've seen all of them. All of them? All of them. I've seen the 3D rendering yeah. animation cartoon yep. that someone put out yep. of it. Yep. yep. Didn't want to see that. So, um, if you ha- if you've seen this... Um, it is an animation of two cartoon characters mm-hmm. from the show My Little Pony Friendship is Magic yep. and the regular show, yep. um, singing Airplanes yep. by, uh, B.O.B., the 2010 song featuring Miss mm-hmm. Haley Williams from Paramore. Yep. Um, if that, if you're confused by anything I just said, like, don't be worried. You're blessed. You're blessed. You're blessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Miss Haley Williams herself doesn't understand what's going on. Oh, yeah. I, I fully saw that tweet, <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. She was like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand Yeah, and it's like, Miss Girl, you're so lucky <laughs> yeah. to not, like, I see it everywhere now. Blue yep. and purple. Yep. I see it fucking yep. everywhere, yep. and yep. I can't yep. stand it. So, um, the pairing, uh, Morta Twy, mm-hmm. has reached TikTok um, with the Morda Twy hashtag having over 166 million views. Yep. Um, and for you, at least, it's become impossible to invade. Yeah. <laughs> Just impossible. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, the fan pairing was actually created in a 2011 multi-fandom crossover fit called Earthworm Zim. Mm. Um, that now 28-year-old Abigail Menares, a licensed vocational nurse she is now, self-published on DeviantArt. Fuck yeah. 
Fuck yeah. Like, does that we, we, does so, we, surprise you at all? No, not at all. <laughs> we were talking about this a little bit last week yeah. off, off air. Um, I would go through, like, stages of, like, I used to fucking, I used to have the weirdest, like, pairings. Uh-huh. Anyway, and I would read all the content on Tumblr first. Yeah. I wasn't aware of AO3 until, like, fairly recently, sure. within the past year or two. So, my process was mm-hmm. go through Tumblr, read everything there. Yeah. Next one was Wattpad, because that's mm-hmm. what I knew. And then after that, it was Quotive, mm-hmm. which they have they have fanfics yeah. on their site. And then after that, the last stage of grief is deviant <laughs> art, in which they were just, like, all one shot. They were multiple, like, I, dude, I, it was a bad time in my life. It was, like, really sad. Yeah. Anyway, I'm glad <laughs> that this art, fucking came from a DeviantArt. wild site. <laughs> but, like, it doesn't surprise you at all that it no, came from No, no, not at all. <laughs> if it came from Tumblr, then I'd be like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, DeviantArt. 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 That makes the most DeviantArt sense. DeviantArt is where things went to die. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah. I read a single fairy tale fan fiction on there, and it still to this day was the wildest thing. Yes. Like, they always were so fucking crazy. So wild. Um, but she wrote it while um, in high school under the name Katsurne Cat Car- Cars- Cartoons. Sorry, I fucked that up so badly. <laughs> Cartoons Lover 16. Okay. Um, and in the fixed 14th chapter, Mordecai confronts confronts comforts twilight sparkle after her heart is broken um so that that's where that comes from great so um this one particular piece of fan art that popped off yes um depicting twilight sparkles and mordecai facing away from each other with mm-hmm. tears streaming down their face mm-hmm. has become a meme yeah <laughs> just as yeah. so it was actually posted in 2012 by deviantart user blue dog 444 mm-hmm. um and uh Airplanes is relevant because it's in the original. Yeah. Like, the text yeah. is in the original. The, like, can you pretend that airplanes and that? <laughs> like, like, that shit. It's, like, written on yeah. there. Um, so, uh, Blue Dog 444, who is now 18 years old, okay. 18 year old Joey, um, said that he stumbled across Mordetwai as a child and simply wanted the people in the Mordetwai group to think I was cool. So I drew it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, that means if he's eight, he was like 10. Yeah. He was like 9 or 10 years yeah. old. Oh my god. Uh-huh. I can't, it looked like it was drawn on MS Paint. So oh, like it props, for sure props. was drawn on MS Paint. Oh my god. Um. So here we are now with this growing wave of TikTok memes. Um. Many explicitly reference Blue Dog 444's fan art mm-hmm. and are set to airplanes. I have seen like elaborate cosplays. Yes, me too. I have seen people making art of it and I even saw someone who got it tattooed on their body. Uh, I did not see that one, thank God. I would, someone nope. Got it tattooed I'm okay. On their body. I'm okay. Um, and uh, in a light, and like an end, a very good end, Joey, the creator of the airplanes fan art um, associated with this trend, is now selling commissions to draw their favorite characters in the more Twi format at kofi.com slash joey airplanes oh two and abigail Menares, who wrote the piece also takes art commissions and sells fan art stickers at kofi.com slash name abby call me j um they're 15 dollars for the airplane parody art it's 15 dollars all sold out they're all oh sold my god out. it says i will um parody my drawings with a set of characters of your choice um will not do real people such as minecraft youtubers ocs and furries are allowed mechas are too complicated i'm sorry fuck yeah <laughs> you know what get your get your bag yeah the fact that it's sold out <laughs> good sold for them out. good for fucking them yeah i sh- there was a lot of money i think they have joey has like uh, $300 or something on the Kofi. Abigail has very little money, and if 
go give her some money. She wrote the fic. She that, fucking wrote it. She wrote it. Um, it wouldn't be here if not for her. Uh, so yeah, she's a vocational nurse now. So she's living. Yeah, <laughs> she's, she's living fine. now. Could you also? Could you imagine something you wrote in high school like popping off and oh, you're like, wait a minute. Wait a second. Wait a second. Yeah. Fuck no. Yeah. Absolutely not. So. <laughs> Holy shit. Two, th- two, two pieces of fan fiction where someone who wrote something years ago being like, what is happening with my thing now? Yeah. All right. One good, one bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two sides. Okay. Um. Also, I forgot to mention this a couple yeah. episodes ago. MiHoYo, who makes Genshin, um, Genshin Impact, yeah. released their mobile dating game. <laughs> yes. Called Tears of... <laughs> Themis? I think it's pronounced Themis. 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 Is it Themis? No, I just fucking with you. I have no idea. Anyway, I've been playing that. Okay. It's very good. Is it good? It's very good. I I really like if... It's not like Mystic Messenger where I don't have to wake up at Mm -hmm. three in the morning Mm -hmm. and answer some random boy's call. Sure, 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 sure. sure. really fucking nice. Yeah. Um, It's more like if you've ever played Obey Me. That's also another dating sim. Okay. Okay. game. But it's more card based. Okay. And like... You can go through the story bits, but it costs, like, these things per day, and they mm-hmm. it takes, They refresh like, per yeah, day. Yeah, they yeah, refresh yeah. per day. So I very much like that way better than Mystic Messenger, where it's like, ah, I have to set my alarm so yeah, that yeah. during I work... I wake up at 2 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> How are you ah, doing? I'm really cute. <laughs> like, no. Yeah, fuck, yeah, yeah. Fuck, no, I'm not doing yeah. that. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Also, I would like to say, I know what's going on in the Attack on Titan fandom, and I do not care. With the fan-made anime that's going on? Uh, I don't fucking care. Yeah. I mean, the Blu-ray edition... Okay, well, first off, the Blu-ray edition of Attack on Titan yeah. Season 4 came out. And the animation looks great. Yep. I can't believe people were giving MAPPA shit I mean, to begin with. Yeah. Like, it already looked so much better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, you can't, you can't watch listen. the end of Season 3 and look at the Colossal Titan and then tell me that Season 4 isn't better. Listen... Ugh. People give the My Hero Academia fandom shit, and for good reasons. But the Attack on Titan fandom, been through so much. But also, um, they they attack Mappa for their new style when they saved the anime in the first place. Yes. And now they're like someone who is ostensibly just creating fan fiction in a different medium. They're like, it's so disrespectful. How dare you do that? And you're just like, chill. If they get hit with a lawsuit, they get hit with a lawsuit. Yeah. But it's not your deal, and it's not your bag. Even like then, like the. <sighs> They're just redoing it in the most popular, quote-unquote, uh-huh. like, before the Ending. last chapter came out. Yeah, yeah, there was a bunch of different theories. So they're just doing it with the most popular theory, mm-hmm. which, by the way, is not my favorite. I sure. fully dislike sure. that theory. So I good on them for whatever. drawing yeah. it, doing whatever. Like, if they're pouring their own money and, mm-hmm. all, like, heart into yeah. it, good, good for them. Yeah. I can't say anything about it. I just hope that... I only think they're going to get a lawsuit if they try and make money off of it. Sure. Which I don't know. Like, I, I, don't know I if, haven't kept up yeah. on it, so I don't fucking know. Um, yeah. I don't I don't know if they will try to do that. Um, but, uh, again, it's not, my di- it's not my deal. Yeah. It's not me to be like, oh, what you're doing is very disrespectful to the creator. And, like... No. That's, what? Ba- that's basically fan fiction. Yeah, that's fan fiction. Like, like, I don't... It's okay. Also, like, I, I had a whole thing about it, but, like... I found this thing about the plagiarism, so, like, that was way more important. I literally found that today. Um, that Isayama, who wrote Attack on mm-hmm. Titan, in his own words, has said about fanfiction, there are times when I have come across them. That alone has already made me happy. Like, people are creating new types of fun out of Attack on Titan. I don't mind no matter how... I don't mind no matter how you were having fun with it. Yeah. He doesn't fucking care. No, he literally doesn't fucking care. Also, I've been seeing on Twitter that people are giving, um, My Hero the anime shit. <sighs> 
for season five. Well, they they, they are taking it out of order, mm-hmm. the story out of order. Okay. They kind of went a different direction. Sure. And I just saw this whole thread of people being like, I'm fucking bored of the anime. Like, the manga's great. The anime fucking sucks mm-hmm. right now. And it's like, okay, you can have your own opinions yeah. on it. Like, whatever. Um, same thing happened with Promise Neverland sure. season two. Like, not to be like, I do like the manga more, but I didn't think that the anime was awful. Yeah. It didn't showcase a lot of, like, good things about the story, but it still, like, finished it sure. off. It was good. I liked it. Um, I just think people are way too harsh. Really harsh. And it's like, okay, if you really don't like the anime, yeah, you can just wait for the next yeah. season to come out and then binge it all at once. Yeah. That's totally acceptable. Yeah. I don't understand why you have well, you to start this hate train where- stop watching it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, why do you have to start this, like, hate train of just, like, yeah, it's really fucking bad right now and I can't believe they did this. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, then you get a job with them and, like, change it. Yeah, no, you do it. Oh, you, <laughs> you don't speak Japanese. <laughs> so, we know. We, I don't care. Yeah. What do you have for me today, Maya? Negativity. Anyway. Today. <laughs> <laughs> today. <laughs> today. I'm actually, I'm not talking about any any specific fic. Okay. okay. I'm, we were talking about this sort of earlier and it was like, damn, that's a really good segue. I can't use it though because we still have more oh, fan fiction. No, you're totally cool. Um, I'm going to be talking about like the components of storytelling and what it takes to write. It's basically just going to be like a quick little master class, <laughs> like whatever. Sure. Um, with school coming up for me, mm-hmm. especially like I'm doing screenwriting classes and a bunch of other things. Mm-hmm. This is important information sure. for me. Um, also, people who fly by the seat of their pants. <laughs> you guys scare me so much. Hey, what's up? Because like, I don't know. I hate the I hate the elitism uh-huh. that comes with writing, yeah. especially when it's not like on an online format. Yeah, yeah, yeah like screenwriting people are so fucking pretentious they're so pretentious yeah. because it's like you have to fill out character sheets blah, blah, blah. You literally have to all these things they'll go you... as they come like they'll come as they go whatever like yeah and i think it that's why fan fiction is so great yeah. because you don't have to do like character yeah. sheets like that because you basically already know who you're writing for <laughs> which is super great mm-hmm. like it's super helpful and i think as i stated in one of our earlier episodes yeah. it is a fantastic way yeah. to start writing because mm-hmm. you already have all these things figured yeah, exactly. out for you but as you develop and learn and are forced to work with other people that it becomes this thing of like oh fuck i <laughs> yeah like there's all these like words and yeah. like shit that you have yeah. to know i think this information is super helpful okay uh but it's also just this is how the human brain thinks this is like we're compartmentalizing mm-hmm. a lot of things yeah. so do you happen to know what the four p's of, of, of like a story well, are um plot like, that's one there we go there that's, we go, there we go. um any p word would be great right now think of noun people yeah okay 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 okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I got half. okay okay places yeah please fuck i got a passing score <laughs> <laughs> that's 75 percent. 75 c's get degrees <laughs> of 100 and the last one might be a little tricky this is not one that i think about often personally i think it often gets lost because when you're writing fan fiction it's just like meh Oh, sure. I'm, I'm doing it for myself. Yeah. Which is not always the case. <laughs> Deep down, you want it to be like, yeah, I'm only doing this for myself. But then validation comes in and you're like, fuck yeah, I love writing for <laughs> other people. Not. <laughs> P. Next letter is U. Purpose? Purpose! Fuck! Wow! <laughs> oh my god, you're so good! <laughs> I do not think of the purpose of writing, like hardly sure. ever i never think of the end goal of my writing i think i i definitely had this conversation with you outside yeah um where I, 
I am very much of everything needs to mean something. Like if I, if I, if there's a scene that goes on, like that scene means something. And maybe it's not for the plot technically, Mm -hmm. because it it could just be a throwaway scene, but it's like to build up character or to build up an event that's going to be happening or, you know, foreshadowing or something like that. So like, I definitely, I think write with purpose in the intent of like, every scene must mean something. Like Mm. something can't just be like, that didn't really mean anything. Like, you know. Yeah. I think I often forget, I think scene by scene is a great way to Mm -hmm. think of things, but I often forget about the entirety of why I write, what the overarching Mm -hmm. purpose of it is. Because usually when you write fan fiction, if I were to put it simply, is to make people happy, whether that be yourself or other people. Like I'm putting something out to create this sense of enjoyment. Mm -hmm. I feel unsatisfied with this. So it's Mm -hmm. just an overall feeling of satisfaction. So um the way i have it written out is we're going to talk about people place plot and then purpose at the end okay so for people characters whatever you want to call them um there's there's actually three big things that we talk about when we talk about people it's character roles character types and character archetypes okay so we've sort of everyone knows pretty much character roles Mm -hmm. at least to some extent like protagonist yeah we all know what a protagonist is usually a force of good but it's our main character it's whoever we're focusing on so i'm going to be talking a lot about harry potter and lord of the rings as like sure just just examples i'm going to tell you i've never even watched lord of the rings movies. okay so i'm alone a lord of the rings kick because my entire family and i just watched all of the extended editions cool so i have over 12 hours of knowledge i have read all the harry potter books though so okay you got me there yeah, I also threw in, um, just because in my Kachan episode, I talked about a deuterogonist, which is also on this list. Uh-huh. So I'm going to be using some My Hero okay. in here just to like mix it up. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Deku is also our protagonist okay. of that series. Then we have the antagonist. Yep. Again, typically a force of quote-unquote evil, but uh-huh. just the opposition yeah, of yeah, our yeah, protagonist. Yeah. So Voldemort, um, Chigaraki, Lord of the Rings, Sauron. I have it written down, but Loki. I can't Sauron, we had Saruman. a whole episode about villains. <laughs> yeah, Urukai, like, all that stuff. After that is the love interest. Yeah. It's whoever catches the eye of the protagonist. Okay. Again, could be for good, could be for evil, it doesn't matter, just the love interest. So, later on in Harry Potter, it's Ginny. Yeah. At first, it's Cho Chang. Cho Chang. Um, the horribly problematic Oh Cho-Chang. my god! <laughs> and then, like, Uraraka would be considered the love interest. Sure. Yeah, Usually yeah. the love interest is used to, like, make sure that they're on the right path. Sure. Whether that be, like... They're just meant to mm-hmm, put them mm-hmm. put them on the straight and sure, narrow, sure. which is super good. Um, after that, we have someone called the confidant. Okay, Conf- is it like a like a BFF, you yes. ride or die? Yes, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So usually, um, it's the sidekick or like the best friend of the protagonist. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, this person embodies like their goals and ambitions. Okay. So okay. Ida, I think Ida and Todoroki are yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, decent yeah. examples of that. Um, Ron and Hermione. There you go. I put down Hermione, so I couldn't think of anyone for Lord of the Rings. I'm so sorry. I've never said yeah, that. No, no, you're fine. You. And then after that, we oh, have um Sam. Uh, actually, Samwise Gamgee is the Deuterogonist. Never mind then. <laughs> Trust me, I thought about this. Um, so after that is we do have the Deuterogonist, and that is usually someone that could be considered a confidant, mm-hmm. as you just stated. That they could be mixed up. But the the main story often does not align with their own personal arc, okay. like what they go through. Sure. So Bakugo is the deuterogonist. Mm-hmm. Uh, Samwise Gamgee, although they go through the exact same thing, Samwise's whole thing is that he needs to protect Frodo. While Frodo's goal is, I need to get rid of okay. the ring. That kind of thing. Um, we have two types of characters left: the tertiary characters, who are like are technically 
there's a couple different definitions. Usually the third most important character, sure. quote unquote, but it's usually just like they fill the world. Mm -hmm. These are people that we know the names of, we kind of know the personalities sure. of, but they don't really offer a lot mm -hmm. for the main story or they can be used as a plot device yeah. to like steer the main story. So like Cho Chang, even though she technically was the love interest, sure. she kind of guided the path of some Is, things. Um, Cedric Diggory, did he count as tertiary? Um, that's a good question. Mm -hmm. I didn't really think about that because I feel like he is more crucial to the main story sure. than just like Cho Chang, who's kind of like a side mm -hmm. character. Yeah. Like I feel like he was a lot more important. Yeah. So if anything, I would, I would consider him more of a confidant sure. because he is like this embodiment of good. Like mm -hmm. he is Hogwarts, like Hufflepuff, like sure. woo! <laughs> Everyone loves Diggory, like woo! Yeah. Um, I also wrote down, um, there's a character in Lord of the Ring called the Watcher in the Water okay. before the Mines of Moria. No one really gives a shit about the Watcher in the Water, okay. but it's there. Same thing with, um, for my hero, Kinoko Komori. Okay. She's one of the class B students. Oh, okay. Not, not really there for shooting. Is she the big hands? No, 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 no. Um, she's the mushroom, mu the mushroom girl. Oh, okay. okay she's okay. super cute. Yeah, I love yeah, her. Yeah. But like, doesn't really offer a whole lot. Yeah, just yeah. is kind of there. Which isn't a bad thing. Mm -hmm. And then the last type of character we have is a foil character. Okay. <laughs> not in like, not in like, I know foil isn't the best word, but Pin like. foil character. Mm -hmm. um, which is usually meant to like sharpen, quote unquote, the beliefs of the protagonist. Okay. So Draco and Harry are foils for one another. Okay. Um, Legolas and Gimli are foils for another. Okay. Usually it's people that are polar opposites. And like sharpen, sure, just sure, sure, like sure. strengthen the belief. So Bakugo and Deku could okay. be considered foils for one another. Okay. Um, it's like a subcategory that you can just like boo, 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 boo. these these people, these people, these sure. people. Like I would consider Draco purely just like he is technically an antagonist, uh -huh. but more so he is a foil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he just went down the wrong path, sure. and Harry yeah, yeah, sees yeah, yeah. that, and he's like, mm, I don't want to do and that. If J.K. Rowling was a better writer, would have given a better redemption arc, but. All right. But I think that's why I get, I don't, I am very much a, I, I remember Canis was talking to us about it after we finished mm. our episode about a plotter or a pantser. What yeah. are you, a plotter or a pantser? Are you someone who plots it or are you fly by the seat of your pants? Mm -hmm. And I'm a pantser. Um, and I feel like I'm a pantser because any, every single time I've tried to plot it out, it's just become so overwhelming to me that I would yeah. just not write it. So if I have to be like, well, this character is the foil and this is that, I'll just yeah. be like, no, it's not <laughs> happening. I, I'm like, I'm explaining these, but a lot of it does come naturally. Yeah. Like these are not things you necessarily have mm -hmm. to plan. Like naturally, I think the antagonists do become the foils mm -hmm. because that's what they're meant to sure. do. Um, not, you don't even have to fucking plan sure. that in any sense or regard. Like, even the love interest, mm -hmm. most people aren't like, well, you, you're you gonna smooch later on. You know, <laughs> like, it can be a plan. Same, it's like, like it's with the anything. meme that's like, Keith. Yeah, same thing with a deuteragonist. I didn't fucking know what a sure. deuteragonist was sure. until I did my Kajan episode. And yeah. then I was like, oh, But that okay. always, like, I'm always then, I, would, I don't know if the right word is worried, mm. but like, always whenever like you know people are talking about writing and those whole master classes or whatever i'm just like are they better writers because of it is it be like if yeah. they do all of this work like are they better writers because of it am i like missing out on a step basically yeah. like well, could i be better if that I could did be that? that could be said for any art sure like i think i mean especially like um modern art like mm -hmm. contemporary and post-contemporary yeah. that kind of stuff it's just like because you went to art school, does that make yeah, you a better sure. painter than sure. I am? Even though your canvas is just blue? Yeah. 
or is it a special type of blue? Like, sure. I don't really give a fuck. It's just all blue. Sure. I, someone paid $4 million for yeah. it. I could do that. So, I, you know, it's just yeah. the sense of, I think some people find it very interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm certainly at this stage in my writing where it's just like, oh, okay, well, this is something cool to think sure. about if I remember it. Yeah. Not necessarily that I'm going to mm-hmm. go into my... Um, pre-planning phase sure. and just be like well i need i need a deuteragonist and i yeah. need a foil and i need blah, 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 and yeah. i need a tertiary character like i don't yeah. because that it's all natural mm-hmm. which i i do hate taking writing classes mm-hmm. because they make it like, so unnatural yeah because rhetorical devices yes rhetorical devices happen naturally yeah. and the fact that i was forced to memorize uh-huh. is so fucking stupid sure. i truly believe that english teachers god bless their souls for teaching yeah I think that they overanalyze. They're just sure. the overanalyzers that said, yeah. well, this person did this and so did this person, it's so it the, must mean that something. like, oh my god, what? The curtains are blue. What does it mean? Yeah, the light at the end of the dock is it's green. green. What, what does, does it mean? mean? Yeah, and it's like, shut it the fuck up. It means that Scott F. Fitzgerald stole from his wife, and he doesn't even know what it means, so. Yeah. <laughs> no. So I think, I don't necessarily think it makes anyone a better writer. Sure. I just think it's like... Yeah. I think it's cool to, like, especially when I was going through these and, like, relearning all of it for mm-hmm. one of my textbooks. And I was like, oh, well, fucking Samwise Gamgee would be this. Yeah. Obviously, he would be the confidant. Yeah. And then I read the Deuteragonist and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. wait a second. Sure. He's, he's the other one. He's the other one. <laughs> like, I think it is cool to have this knowledge, but at the same time, it's like... Sure. Everything comes naturally. Mm-hmm. And the more you write and the more you read, yeah. the more this stuff will just sure. happen. Yeah. Um... Moving on. Alright. <laughs> to character types. There's five different. Okay. I'm sure you've heard them in like Maybe. In like high school or something. Dynamic, round, static, stock, and symbolic. The last two I had never really heard of. Okay. Like I don't really sure. I've, I've definitely heard dynamic, round, and static. Mm-hmm. Those are the three that mm-hmm. they like at least in my high school, they were like Bleh! Sure. <laughs> Shove them down your throat. So I didn't write down any um examples for these so whatever comes to mind um dynamic characters change over the course of the story but usually not until they are forced to Mm, they they have the ability to change sure but they want to hold some resemblance of themselves i would say um deku in the manga currently i was also gonna say that but (laughs) sorry kind of not really you don't even know what you're talking about yeah um round characters show willingness to change from the get-go like they're willing to improve okay or like be influenced by anything hermione granger there you go um static characters also known as flat characters do not noticeably change during the duration of the story whatever story it may be oh okay so samwise gamgee i feel like i don't know never mind i retract that statement they're also called yeah i know i know but like I don't know. Like, that I, one's rough because I feel like every character. I feel like Denki. I mean, I guess he's like a side, like mostly static characters are side, are side char- characters because we want to read you don't about really people put growing a lot of and changing. Yeah. Um, but even then, that's what like stock characters are, sure. which are the next ones. They're usually archetypal characters with a fixed personality. They truly mm. will not change and do not change. Whereas okay. like static characters have the will, like have some capacity sure. to change. It's just the story sure. hasn't necessarily changed them okay. at all. Okay, okay. So... I, I look I good. Yeah, there you go. She's very... She's chill. She's just very eccentric. Yeah. She stays eccentric. Yeah. She be staying. 
wild. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, stock characters are just kind of like background. We okay. don't put a ton of thought into them, okay. but like we definitely rip from the archetype mm-hmm. list, which mm-hmm. is next, and just kind of go, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, you. Yeah. You are this. <laughs> and then symbolic characters, which usually represent a concept mm-hmm. or they're they're often used to like to, to remind people that there's a broader concept happening yeah. that is just more than the characters. Yeah. I can't think of any right now because that's For a what symbolic symbolic characters. characters? Mm-hmm. I can't think of any because I need you to explain that because I was listening but I wasn't hearing. That's fine. <laughs> so, so I was hearing but I wasn't listening. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you're good. So they represent a concept and get the audience thinking of broader subjects or concepts. Oh, I feel like any big villains. I definitely think one of them because yeah. We de- I think I, d- I definitely talked about in villains how they represent like greed they represent yeah. like human I would say gluttony like any of those like sins if anyone out there like sort of knows what mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings is truly meant to be about um oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> um Sauron the big eye yeah doesn't really say anything sure. a majority of the story like he's just there yeah. he's this looming presence mm-hmm. um the true essence of Lord of the Rings is industrialization okay. versus like sure just living nomad sure. nomadic lives so sauron and the urukai mm-hmm. and like the orcs and everything are supposed to represent like machinery sure. and like a new age yeah and J.R. tolkien was like fuck no i don't want that the only thing that i think of have you ever seen it's a i'm pretty sure it's from the 90s or maybe from the early 2000s it's a movie called fern gully Mm-mm. um it's basically this movie about their tiny little forest fairies they're like rainforest fairies and the main villain is basically machinery trying to cut down the rainforest okay um and i might have it has robin williams in it he plays a bat this might maybe maybe if i got like human experimented on oh okay yeah 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 yeah. um and actually fun fact about that movie if anybody knows about (laughs) fringley um uh robin williams actually uh he did, did aladdin and um Mm-hmm. Batty, I think his name is Batty, um, at the same time. And Disney was just like, you can only do one, you can only do us. And he would like, Robin Williams was literally like, this movie's so important that I will not be Aladdin. He's like, I will literally pull out of this movie to be yeah. Batty. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. But that's why, the, like, the point of the movie is like, it's a fun, like, oh my god, and then like a human gets shrunk down to fairy size, you have to say. But it's really about like, us cutting down and like yeah. ruining our environment. Well, that's a big part of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Like the Ents, which are the tree people. Mm-hmm. Like, their forests start getting torn down because then they have to start, like, the quote-unquote orc factories yeah. and make the urukai, so it's just, like, a whole thing. All right. So, I I would say, yeah, yeah. any over, yes. like, looming yes, villain. Any looming presence, I feel. Because I feel symbolic. like even, like, All Might is very symbolic. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, and that's not to say you can, can't have a mix of character types. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 100%. So then we move on to archetypes, okay. and there's 12 of them. I'm just gonna kind of, like I didn't again I didn't write any sure, 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 sure. anything down for them besides like I'm doing my best buddy no, no no you're totally cool I appreciate it so the lover romantic lead tends to lead from the heart so sure. Romeo Juliet like sure. them. like they don't think they just mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't think head empty no, heart they, full Romeo and Juliet didn't think the entire time they were head together. empty I can't think. heart full he fully was just like okay I I gotta die I it's time. <laughs> Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm, m- not me. I mean... You've known each other for, what, a week? Yeah. A- a- if? You're 12? Yeah. What the fuck? 
Um, after that, we have the hero rises to meet the challenge and saves the day. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, everyone knows that archetype. Mm-hmm. Then we have the magician who's figured out the mysteries of the universe to achieve their own personal goals. Oh, okay. That could, like, the story could be about them achieving those sure. goals or whatever. It doesn't matter. Outlaw, rebel outside society's demand. We all know, we all love a good cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> Explore. Save a horse, ride a cowboy. <laughs> this girl, you can't be saying that. Um, so then we have the explorer meant to push boundaries and okay. like see okay. the new. I watched, um, I don't know if I told you this. Oh God, what is it called? Made in Abyss, okay. which is, what, how many, it was like 13 episodes or okay. something. Uh, the manga is still going on. It's an anime. Oh my God. I read it because people were like, this broke me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I was like, nah, whatever. Um, it didn't get really heavy until like sure. episode 10 or 11. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And season two just got announced. So oh. I'm very excited. You're hitting niche audiences today. And I yes. really appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I'm here for you guys. <laughs> um, after that, we have the sage who is knowledgeable and known to inquire and question about okay. like, you know, books or whatever. Mm-hmm. Usually they're very intelligent. These are also very uh, D&D character stereotypes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. But yeah. again, you could shift them to oh, whatever yeah, no, yeah. and put them in anything. Um, then we have the innocent archetype, which is usually morally good with pure Baby. intentions. Usually, like, if you have an innocent person, but they were born into captivity, sure. they wouldn't know any better. You know, that kind of thing. So you oh. can definitely twist that. Then you have the creator, who is usually a visionary or an artist who mm-hmm. just, like, creates things. Super easy. Uh, ruler, legal and emotional power over others. Could be not good. Could be good. Sure. Either way. Um, caregiver supports others and sacrifices a part of themselves for others. Could be taken as, like, them sacrificing themselves sure. or just giving up their time. Yeah. That kind of thing. Um, we have the everyman who's just relatable to everyday life. Hell yeah. Whatever. Just, like, the other hobbits in the Shire. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just, like drinking and having fun i'm not what is that like the new movie ryan miles gonna be in like free guy he's just a guy. yeah he's just he's, he's just, just a, a guy. guy fuck yeah fuck yeah and then the last one is just the jester who's the comic really all right so yeah those are the 12 archetypes that basically any character can either be fall a mix under. of or fall under do they they probably don't teach it but i think it's very fascinating the color character types now that people they, are starting to do they don't but i think that's mostly because this is writing yeah so it's hard to be like blue and purple more to twice yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or, or even just like blue and red or like yeah the, um i think a great purple example and yellow. That, even though we don't talk about it super often because it's a little dicey the star wars fandom okay. like especially with like the lightsabers and uh-huh, everything uh-huh, since uh-huh. they all have meanings yeah it's kind of interesting yeah i think the color theory is very interesting yeah and I put a lot of thought into what color I am. <laughs> I have put no thought into what really? color I am. Nope. I, I haven't looked into lots it Lots of thought all. into it. Nice. I guess I'll have to look look that up yeah, after this. Because I feel like it's always just like, what oh, color like, are you? what color are you? And I definitely know it's not like yellow or pink. Like, it's definitely That's not any much. like warm tone colors. <laughs> no. Like, I'm not, I don't have like a warm tone skin. Like, mm. that's not my undertones or anything like that. Um, I don't want to be that bitch, but I think I'm a blue character. Okay. That's what I believe myself to be. Okay. Um, don't say otherwise, please. <laughs> and I'm just looking for my red character. So there you go. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. Thank you. Cool. We're done with people. Wow. Now we move on to place. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not gonna be as extensive in this oh, one. Okay. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. Places. Yeah. It's just a setting. So settings can influence different aspects mm-hmm. aspects of your story. Um, whether that be like man versus nature or you could add like nature symbolism mm-hmm. or like like if something's overgrown yeah. settings can enhance the overall tone or mm-hmm. feelings mood of a scene mm-hmm. or the overall story um there are two different types of places 
So it's either integral or backdrop. Sure. Backdrop is more common because it's vague, generic. If you're sure. just in a house in the suburbs, yeah. no one's going to give a shit about no. the specifics. Whereas integral is the exact time, place, year. Okay. Like we know all the details. Sure. So Lord of the Rings is an, has an integral map and integral settings. Um, same thing with, like, if you've ever read or watched The Da Vinci Code. Like, okay. they're in Paris in whatever sure. year. And it's important because yeah. that's where Da Vinci shit is. Like, sure, sure. It makes sense. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, that's the big thing about place. I love a good map. I love yeah. a good map and a story. Yeah. Most of the time, people just use backdrop, which is totally cool. Yeah. Like, that's what it... Yeah. Settings. If you want it to enhance something, you will. Yeah. Again. Well, I feel like if, if all of them were integral, they don't mean anything anymore. Yeah. Because I feel like if you're like, okay, standard, whatever, whatever, and then you just fully describe a thing, you're like, well, this is important now that you're full, yeah. you're describing piece by piece to me what this thing is. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I... Everything has, like, a meaning. Yeah. So, if you want it to have meaning, I feel like you will give it meaning. Mm-hmm. Um, so, then we move to plot. Plot, I mean, we've all seen this dumb triangle graph. I fucking hate it, <laughs> but it makes sense. Where it's straight line exposition, rising action, which yes. is the first slope. Then we have climax. climax and then resolution. Falling, falling action and then resolution. Uh-huh. So, those are the five things. I fucking hate this dumb triangle. Oh, I fucking hate that graph. But it makes sense. So, I'm not going to say too much. Um, after that, there are one, two, three, four, five different types of narrative structure is it like the person versus person person versus self no. okay no so they are linear chronological this okay. is how a story is told so oh, okay okay usually okay, okay. this one does involve flashbacks but it's just like okay we do this 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 and this mm-hmm. lord of the rings is a linear or chronological yeah, 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 yeah. story um then we have non-linear or fractured so it's out of order out of time usually through different characters perspectives throughout that timeline okay so um cloud atlas if anyone's like there's definitely a book i have read that's on this shelf somewhere that has like it's about twins Mm. and one of the twins is in the present one of the twins is in the past yeah so that would be non-linear um then there's circular everything ends where it started uh characters change but they just go back to every day i it's probably not it but it was one of my coworkers who said to me, like, mm. how, like, a movie begins and ends in the, either the same place or the same thing is happening. And yeah. I've never been able to forget about it since. Where it's like, that's all I want to do now. <laughs> like, it's, it, I think it's so cool mm-hmm. when it's like, and I, I'm doing it for two of the things I'm writing so far because the third one does not have an ending. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the like the two where I'm like, okay, I want this to happen. And then, like, it'll be like, oh, you're making coffee in the first chapter. And then you're making coffee in the second chapter. But, like, the tones are completely different yeah. or something like that. I love it's it. Good. I love it. So, I feel like, like, I wanted to say Lord of the Rings was mm-hmm. because they both go back to the Shire. Sure. I'm not too sure. Like, I feel like circular could be a component mm-hmm. of linear or non-linear. Mm-hmm. But one example that I found was The Outsiders which is that really old movie yeah okay it is technically banned i think the at least outsiders? the book yeah the book is um i'm not too sure why i've never seen it and i've never <laughs> read it but it was an example probably some christian shit probably yeah. um then we have parallel okay which it follows multiple storylines centered around the same character event or theme so finding nemo is a really oh, good example yeah i like of- i like those a lot i yeah. like especially when two characters think they're dead or whatever and it's following them yeah both. really good Perfect. um the lake house is a good th- good example of that, I would say. Have you never have you ever? Mm-hmm. I think it's with with Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves. Okay. 
it's it's weird but if you've ever seen the movie you know what i'm talking about um and then the last one is interactive so where the reader makes the choices a heist with microplier like choose your own adventure books there aren't a ton of those out there Mm. but it is a very popular form of media heist with microplier is so fucking good they were everywhere on quizella oh yeah you just choose whatever i remember there are some of them on tumblr too and those people like really put in the time and effort to like do that so props to people who do that because literally it's not like, it is very present, but it's still, like, it takes so much effort it to re- do. It's it so takes, much time, because takes... then you have to write, like, three different endings. Yes, three... Just... Yeah. I'm so excited. Mark is working on a new yeah. version of that. Yeah. So I don't know what's happening. I just don't like being wrong. But <laughs> that's what I like about a heist with Markiplier, though, mm-hmm. is, like, yeah, I guess there technically is a right answer, but yeah. there's, like, 30-some-odd endings, Shoot, and man. none of them are, like... You're wrong. Yeah. Get, start again. Yeah, yeah, Where it's yeah. just like, oh, do you want to start again? Like, this happened in this one. Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen in sure. this one. So, yeah, especially in those old, old mm-hmm. Choose Your Adventure books, they were like, you died. Good you luck. You died. Yeah. And it's like, fuck. Okay. I you guess- got sent to hell. Yeah. And it's like, I guess I'll go back to the beginning and redo it all. Yeah, because you're like, well, these are literally the choices that I would make. And now I feel wrong. Yeah. So, so I don't know. And then that's the end of plot. And now we come to purpose. So what do you want the audience to come out? like with what do you want them to feel at the end of your story is there any lessons you want to make present Mm -hmm. again this is something i don't think about too often because i'm writing for my own i definitely don't think of a like a moral like i don't i'm like i'm writing like a like a children's storybook and you should learn the sharing is caring or whatever like i don't really think about that no but it's definitely like i want you to feel this sort of way and like that's why that's why whenever i get those comments that's like man i've I cried. Like, there was a day, I remember, when someone just read a bunch of chapters in a row of my fic, and they left a chapter, a a comment for each of them, and it was, like, one comment that I was just like, I didn't even get to stop crying before I started again, and I was like, good, that's exactly what I wanted you to feel. Thank God. Fuck yeah. So... I don't so know. it's mostly emotion based. Like I want you to feel an emotion. Yeah. I don't even think like people, especially when you're writing fan fiction, think about a purpose all that much. I certainly fucking don't. Sure. I think more like purpose of a story, mm-hmm. like why characters do something. Sure. Um, but I don't think of the audience. Yeah, I definitely think. I think especially in fan fiction. Fan fiction. <laughs> this episode laugh. is just us like. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely think in fan fiction, it's all emotion-based. Like, I want you to feel this thing. I yeah. want you to feel fluffy. I want you to feel sad. It's angst. I want you to feel um, horny. It's smart. Like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. li- It literally lays out how I want you to feel. See, I never think like that. Really? Which, like, until I was, like, doing this, it was like, oh, fuck. I never think like A-way that. Lit- A-way- <laughs> AOL.com. I-, I think AO3 is really good because... When you look at tags, like, yes, it is for, like, your safety and being like, oh, I don't want to read that. But it's literally just like, how do I want to feel today? Yeah. Oh, this is a fluffy piece? Great. This is how I want to feel. Oh, this is a hurt comfort? Fuck yeah, hurt me. I want to be hurt right now. Like, I think that's really great about AO3 of just, like, how do I want to feel today? I'll go find a fic that reflects that. Fuck yeah. I just don't feel like I've ever put that much thought into it. Sure. Like, the way you're speaking and the way you're, like, laying it out to me, it's like, fuck yeah, I I totally understand. (laughs) But in the moment of me writing or reading Mm -hmm. anything, that's not how I think. Sure. It's just like, oh, I don't know, that sounds good. Listen, I am very in tune with my emotions. I don't know what to do with them a lot of the times. Good for you, Thank you. (laughs) That's just, I know, I'm like, I sit there and I'm like. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know I feel this way. Don't know what to do about it. Fuck yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Um. 
So those were the four Ps, but there are there is something even more important oh, okay. that I feel like is in plot. Mm-hmm. So it's not just like exposition, rising action, <laughs> climax, falling action, and resolution. You have a real vendetta against that triangle. I fucking hate it. I hate it so much. And I know it works. <laughs> um, I much prefer the hero's journey, which is more like a circle. Oh, uh, okay. I know, I know. Yeah. yeah. It's been done a million times over, I but. I know, but it's good. Yeah. And it works. So <laughs> I, I like it more than the fucking triangle. Okay. Um, but I don't feel like, like a. I never really talked about this in high school. Oh, okay. Like, ever. Sure. I, I never heard about the hero's journey until mm-hmm. I got into college and I started writing, um, like, longer short stories for assignments where one of my screenwriting professors was like, okay, here's here's this guy's explanation of the hero's journey. Yeah. Like, read, read it. And I was like, what the f-? Yeah. And then, like, as I thought about it more and more, I was like, holy shit. Sure. Almost every story I know <laughs> yes. fits into yes. this somewhere or another. Like, yeah. I don't understand. So, there's 12 steps to the hero's journey. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go, like, I don't know. I have examples for these two. Um, one, we start in an ordinary world. Mm-hmm. So, everything's, like, super just chill. Yep. Yeah, nothing's yep. weird. No. Nope. So, if we're going back to Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter, it's the Shire and the Dursley's house. Cool. Where it's just, like, this is this is every day. It yeah. can be good. It can be bad. Sure. In Harry's case, bad. It's <laughs> underneath the fucking staircase. It's bad. Yeah, it's bad. But in like Frodo's case, it's like yeah, we drink and we party and we have fun and and we have seventeen meals a day. Yeah, like it's awesome. Yeah, I, I love it. Um, so this is our exposition. We're okay. going through the exposition bits right now. If you want to go back to that stupid fucking triangle. Um, after that, we have our call to adventure, which every like. I've heard that phrase a million You're times. You're a wizard, Harry. Exactly. <laughs> the letters um, in the Shire's case, or in Lord of the Rings case, mm-hmm. it's like the, the ring and Gandalf's mm-hmm. like... <laughs> Peter Parker getting bitten by a spider. Exactly. That's our call to adventure. Um, so this is definitely our rising action. Okay. Like, this is this is no longer exposition. We sort of know our characters yeah. a little bit better, but call to adventure just introduces new possibilities, new threats, like sure. a bunch of other shit. Usually, step three is the refusal of the call, where they're, like, apprehensive. It doesn't necessarily mean that they don't want to, but they could be apprehensive, or there's other people in the way. So, the Dursleys. The dad fucking threw out all the letters. He was like, nope, I'm not dealing with this wizard shit. I love so much when people are just like, that stupid, dumb bitch Harry is trying to crouch down. There's so many letters by your feet. Yes. So, the letters, and then, fuck, what did I say for... Like, Bilbo Baggins, uh-huh. um, Frodo's uncle, is yeah. just like, <laughs> I went on an adventure, you don't want to do that, yeah, like, that yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Um, step four is meeting the mentor. This can either be a person or, like, a thing that they get that, sure. like, helps them mm-hmm. along the way. So, like, I want to say in Lord of the Rings, it's the fellowship. Mm-hmm. It's the entirety of the first movie, which is just like, oh my god. Yeah. They're all together. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, like Hagrid, Dumbledore, they're all yeah. mentors and they help him throughout yeah. the story. They kind of guide him and show him what's right. Snape could be considered a mentor. Nah. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I will be- all right. Um, step number five is crossing the threshold. Kay. So where the tr- where the quest truly begins. Mm-hmm. I immediately thought of the fucking line from Lord of the Rings where it's one more step. I'll be the farthest away I've ev- from home I've ever been. Wow. Which is like, shut the fuck up, Sam. No one cares. <laughs> but like, good on you. Did we ask? Yeah. Sam? Did we ask? Um, for um, Harry Potter, I thought of Diagon Alley. 
where yeah. it's just like we're passing the threshold yeah, yeah, yeah. this this is real this is happening like we're doing sure, it sure, sure, where sure, he sure. finally is like oh my god wizards yeah. <laughs> oh my, oh my god. god this is so cool magic yeah and then um step number six is usually the longest still part of our rising action it's called tests allies and enemies okay so obstacles and trials throughout the journey basically the entireties of books one through seven and the entirety of book one through three for lord of the Rings. yeah like it's just everything that happens sure. this is usually the longest they learn new things they i mean literally book two through seven with harry potter like, yeah exactly how so. many books are there 12 so whatever yeah and this is usually when we get to know the characters better yeah. this is like how we make emotional connections that kind of thing um now we come to the quote-unquote, like, climax, or we're approaching the climax. Um, step number seven is approaching the inmost cave. Mm-hmm. So we're getting closer sure. to, to the real death threat, mm-hmm. to the real, like, danger. Um, I would say, I don't I don't remember Harry Potter too well, but I would say even gaining the knowledge of the Horcruxes. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like this stage can happen at different points, like getting Tom Riddle's diary. Sure. It was, like, <laughs> a little too close for my <laughs> oh, day. man. Yeah, like the Basilisk. Yeah. Why the fuck? We're a bunch of like thirteen-year-olds fighting a basilisk. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Lord of the Rings. It was when they got to the Black Gate after Frodo and Sam split off, and yeah. Gollum's like, "Fuck no, we're not going in there. <laughs> no, we should go this way." So that's cool. Yeah. Um, number eight is called ordeal. So mm-hmm. mental stress and physical damage can be done, and this is in in the way I think about it, the true point of no return. Sure. During the trials, allies and enemies like they could go back at any time and yeah. just be like. Mm. I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. do this anymore. Or just refuse to do anything mm-hmm. about the situation in Harry's case where he could just be like, no, you know what? Neville can do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I don't know. Hermione can do it. Yeah, like she's got the time thing. She's not cool. Not me. Not Hermione. You. Yeah. Um, so. He's like, actually, I'm just going to go back to under the stairs. It was way calmer over there. Yeah. And in Harry Potter's case, I feel like. Don't they leave Hogwarts to go find the Horcruxes? Isn't that like... Yes. Yeah. I would yeah. say that's the point of really no return or somewhere in there is sure. the point of no return once sure. they start destroying sure. them because then Voldemort notes. Yeah. <laughs> um, for Lord of the Rings, I would say going to Shelob's cave, which is the spider. Where it's just like, oh, <laughs> we're, we're trying to get into Mordor. We're yeah. trying to like get to Mount Doom. This sucks. Also, Mount Doom. What the fuck? Let's not comment on that. <laughs> Number nine is called the reward. So it could be a tangible reward or like a mental one, like I won. Um, in this case, I'm going to go for Lord of the Rings with um, Samwise when he saves Frodo. Okay. After Shelob like almost fucking kills him. Um, and then doesn't Voldemort gets the Elder Wand, right? From Dumbledore's grave. Man, it's been so long since I've I know. I can't, I can't really remember what the quote unquote reward is. I feel like because... Harry splits off from Ron, right? No, Ron and Harry go off together because Hermione's, like, pissed when they get back together. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. So, maybe somewhere in there. I get it. It's been so long since I read that book. Someone else can tell me. Um, Step number 10 is called The Road Back. It's the reverse of The Call to Adventure, where it's just like... Maybe I don't want to do this. Maybe, sure, but we're already sure. past the point of no return, yeah. so it's like they're just reflecting. Um, <laughs> from what I can remember, it's Harry fucking dying and going to like purgatory and meeting with Dumbledore, where it's just like maybe I damn, don't want to do this. Maybe anymore. maybe this is a lot more stress than I originally mm-hmm. thought. And then for Lord of the Rings, it's when Frodo almost just again fucking dies from Shellab. Like he's in it. the Urukai base, and he's like I, he like maybe he wakes up and he's like I don't. I, 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 
you know, dying several times. This is, this is a not lot fun. For me. Yeah, I'm kind of done with this. Um, step number eleven is called the resurrection. So it's the final battle, the encounter with death. Yeah. Harry finding Voldemort and like coming back to life after Dumbledore gave him this whole speech. Yeah. Like, you can be with your parents. Wow. Go. And he's like, but my friends. <laughs> <laughs> the power of friendship. The power of friendship. Yeah. And in Lord of the Rings, it's that final step on Mount Doom where mm-hmm. fucking he has to resist the ring and Gollum and sure. tosses it and then sure. Gollum falls in the sure. lava with the ring. um and then step number 12 which is both the resolution and the falling action kind of all in one is the return with the elixir quote unquote oh okay i don't know why they named it as such but it's the return home sure it's we're going back everything's done sure i'm done (laughs) i don't know what guys i am officially throwing in the towel uh waving the white flag so almost any story i can think of fits Mm-hmm. At least somewhat in into sure. this, um, like I feel like even in this explanation of the hero's journey, like there's so many different explanations sure. for it. Probably better ones. Sure. Like this is what I remember reading. Mm-hmm. It's just like a lot of sure. It's just a lot. I. But it is this circle of like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the, the hero story is not my favorite mm. because it is really predictable, and I yeah. know, like I know that's like kind of a cop out because like you, you can predict anything whatever yeah. like but like i'm so sick of an origin story throw me down in the center baby like i don't like yeah i i feel like again this is a very chronological yes. way to tell things yeah. but even if you look at the non-linear mm-hmm. stuff they still follow yeah. this formula i also they, am again, not one to really write fantasy all that much mm. like i i am like a romance writer yeah. and like that definitely probably has its own version of this where they're like it's just the same shit hallmark christmas movie for fuck's sake it's the same thing over and over and over yeah they have that down packed but even then like you could elongate certain parts of the hero's journey and shorten Mm -hmm. other ones that don't really matter like i feel like even in a hallmark movie they just condense the climax part of it which is steps like seven through eleven sure where it's like the conflict sure quote unquote yeah it's not necessarily like they take the sword then obviously like an hour and a half movie is going to be different than an eight book series like but they still follow the same pattern, which sure. could be the triangle. I just like thinking about it in the hero's journey sense. Because I I, I do understand that there's a lot of predictability mm-hmm. to it. Even in the case of The Lord of the Rings, if you've read the books, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> it's just like kind of fucked up. On the way back to the Shire, mm-hmm. at the very, very end of the book, there's something called the scouring of the Shire. Okay. The, the rest of the Urukai just attack the Shire at Fuck the end yeah. of the book, and Frodo and Sam have to defend the Fuck Shire. Yeah. It's there. Fuck it happens. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't put it in the movie, because why? Why is it there? For what purpose? The, the ring's gone. <laughs> Nothing's gonna happen. Like, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's very yeah. interesting. I, I'm also, like, a, a pre-planner. Mm-hmm. I definitely have a bunch of unused stories in mm-hmm. my Google Docs, where it's I fully have fleshed them out. Mm-hmm. I just... I don't think I could ever have the mental capacity to fucking write them. Hey, man. It's just too much. I have half-baked ideas. Which is totally fair. But again, like I was saying earlier, most of this stuff is natural. Sure. I feel like this is just the overanalyzation mm-hmm. of people who have PhDs. Um, It totally is. No, because I've, I, I love the film industry. Yeah. I love and hate it all at the mm-hmm. same time. I think some people in the film industry are some of the brightest, sure. most creative people on the planet. Sure. Um, but like in an interview with Taika Watiti, who did Thor Ragnarok, yeah, 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 yeah. um, 
Isn't he doing the newest Guardians of the Galaxy movie? No, he's doing the newest Thor movie. Oh, okay. So he's doing Thor Love and Thunder. Um, fantastic. He's one of my favorite writers. Yeah. He's so fucking good. Mm-hmm. He's so funny. I love his cinematography. I love it all. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in an interview with, like, a college, he went to a college and, like, guest spoke, they were asking him all these, like, in-depth questions sure. about stuff he's done, and he was like, I don't think you guys realize, I don't think about this. Okay. This is for you to think about, <laughs> because you're the ones in college, yeah. not me. And it was kind of this actualization of just, like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I'm literally... I... I have to know this to pass a class. Mm -hmm. And I do think it is interesting to, like, learn and know. But it's all natural. Okay. Like, I I know you're a pantser. I love you. (laughs) I know you're a pantser. Thanks, Maya. I know. But I think it's interesting. Even... Yeah. In in your story, it's just, like, I can identify all of these different things. That I know you haven't put... No, not at all. Any of this that (laughs) I've talked about today in, but I can point out and be like, oh, okay, this person's Mm -hmm. a quote-unquote, this person's, like, dynamic, this person's static. Like, that's just... I think that's fun, because then it feels like I did more work than I actually did. Well, exactly, and that's why, like, it's so gratifying, especially to have other people kind of Mm -hmm. analyze your shit and Mm -hmm. be like, oh my god, look at all this stuff they did. And And it's like, like, "Uh uh-huh, I totally did. Purposefully. I did that on purpose. Yeah, and especially after talking to all these fanfiction writers mm-hmm. that we've interviewed, it's very much just like, I don't think a lot no. of them think about... No. And th- this isn't a like, diss on them no. at all. No, 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 no. Again, I'm saying, it does come naturally. Yeah, they're I, all, all of them are like, I don't know, I'd throw words on a page. And it's like, <laughs> fuck yeah, you do. Yeah, fuck you do. yeah, you do. I think it's so interesting. Yeah. Again, just as like, yeah. someone who likes... Yeah. I mean, I, I, I like writing. <laughs> I'm not very a good at lot. it. A lot. Right now, but like you are very good at writing. I'll say you write an action scene so coherently and so fluidly in a way that I could never. (laughs) I appreciate (laughs) that, man. It has so many moving parts that stresses me out. That like when I read your work for the first time was so put together that I could follow each bit. Where I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Where I'm just like full dialogue, like no action whatsoever. Like please, for the love of God, like I don't need that many moving parts in a scene. Thanks, man. I just think it's so interesting. Mm-hmm. I know this is probably just an epic, like, this is basically a master class yeah. in, like, whatever. Yeah. The four components. Whatever the fuck. It's, it's just pretentious. Yeah. Like, this whole episode Listen, is, we're like, two writers. Unquote. Like, what do yeah. you want? <laughs> and I'm also getting my degree in fucking screenwriting. Yeah. So, like, this is shit I'm forced to know. Uh-huh. So, guess what? You're going to listen to it. And you're going <laughs> to like it. You know what? You listened all the way through, oh. didn't you? I... I just think it's interesting, and I know other people think it's mm-hmm. interesting to a degree. Like, I, I don't fucking care who's a confidant or who's a tertiary character. Sure. Like, I literally don't. But it's the fact that they exist sure. without people knowing about yeah. it. Yeah. It's, like, really fucking cool. Yeah. Um, Anyways. You know. That was my little master class. But I'm only doing this now because I know school's starting. Sure. All of my episodes are just going to be about fanfics. I literally don't Duh. have the time to, like, do all this research and, like, <laughs> teach people other things. So... This is the last you're getting of it <laughs> until like maybe next year. You're like you're like the substitute's going away for a long time. The, yeah. Yeah. The, the rest of my episodes, no think. I'm working <laughs> on my double major. I don't have time. I mean, yeah, go off. So there you go. I was cute. like, you edit everything. Like I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I just don't have time to like. Ooh, look at this source and like ooh, read this official article by this. Whenever writer we had e- extra know. episodes, you're like, please, I don't want to think, and I'm like, that's fine. I'll think for the both of us. Yeah. Whereas this one, I'm like, okay, well, school's about to start. Yeah. I think, what by the time this one comes out, schools are probably. I don't know. People no, 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 no. School will be starting the week after this comes out, for me. Oh, okay. 
That being said, fucking don't be nasty at school. I am looking forward to going back in mm-hmm. person. There's still like variants of COVID yeah. and that kind of thing. Please be respectful of others. Um, yeah, just please, yeah. please be considerate. Please. That's all I'm asking. So, if you can, please be decent enough. Follow <laughs> local and state guidelines or country guidelines. Just, just do your part. Yeah. I don't need another grandparent passing away for something that could have been prevented. My family got very lucky. My grandmother thinks she's fucking Hulk or something. Like, she's just like, no, I'll never get sick, I'll never die. Okay. I'm just like, you are 95. Like, you can literally chill. Yeah. But no, she thinks she's never dying. And honestly, I never think she's dying. Like, that, she's still kicking somehow. Yeah. Anyways. So, uh, thanks for the master class, Maya. Thank you, Professor Maya. Yeah, no worries. For the class. Um, I I at least hope it helped someone or was semi interesting. I hope it was semi interesting. Yeah. yeah, I hope the niche audiences that we hit on today we appreciated <laughs> the Fern Gully fandom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I definitely. Yeah, I it just I don't like to. Th- it sounds so weird, but I don't like to think about writing. No, that's fair. Because it will. I have. I think the problem I had for the mm. longest time is that I just thought too much about the things that I was going to write and didn't actually write. Nice. Like, I see it on TikTok every so often where people will be like, here are my character pages, but I've never written anything. And I'm like, no, I will never do that because I have done that. Yeah. I like, I remember when I was in early high school and I was like, I'm going to write this like really sick book or whatever. And on this wall, I had like a whole character like web where I was like, these people connect here and they connect here. And mm-hmm. I never wrote a single sentence to that. Yeah. <laughs> like I've just had so many things where I have just put too much thought into it and I've stressed myself out because by the time I have done all that, I'm burnt out from the actual thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's usually why when it comes to like TV shows, movies, mm-hmm. video games, mm-hmm. there's a team of people doing that. Yeah. That's why, again, this is why I think fan fiction's fucking awesome. Yeah. Because, guess what? There's already predetermined settings mm-hmm. that you could take. Yeah. There's already predetermined alternative universes mm-hmm. that have nondescript backgrounds yeah. that you can use. There's yeah. already, like, you already know the characters. Mm-hmm. You know what they do. Mm-hmm. You know what they look like. You don't have to describe anybody. Exactly. So, it's definitely a gateway, mm-hmm. which I think is fucking great. Yeah. So, it definitely helps me out. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that for the non-writers, you realize... There's... There potentially is a lot that these people could be thinking about. Yeah. There's like, a potentially a lot, but also it's a lot that goes into it. So, like, I know that people on AO3 are very nice, but just be nice to writers. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I saw something on Twitter mm. that was a writer, I think they were an Genshin Impact writer, mm. and they were talking about, they got a comment that says, like, when are you going to update this? Like, I see you on Twitter all the time oh talking God. about just playing video games and you ha- never update. And the, what I do in my personal time? Well, also they the writer like the the writer was just like, um, okay, yeah, li- literally what I do in my personal time, like I play video games, but also I am writing. They're just for zines, yeah, that I can't publish because I have to submit them. Yeah, so I have been writing. You can get off my ass. Yeah, one hundred percent. So just be nice to writers. Like they're they're giving you free content. Boy, the internet is a wild fucking place. Just be nice to people who make art. Yeah. Alone. Like. Yeah. They're doing it by themselves and they're giving you something. Like, mm-hmm. just be nice to them. Be nice. And I just hope you're like, oh yeah, they, they potentially put a lot of thought into this and it takes a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Writing is a slow process. 100%.
Thank you for listening. Yeah. <laughs> Check us out on Twitter, Tumblr, TikTok. That's right. If you want to send us fanfiction recommendations, email us at canonicallyincorrectpod at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, we have a Kofi. Kofi.com slash canonicallyincorrect. If you mm-hmm. liked this episode, if you would um, uh, like to give some money to professors, we would appreciate that so much. <laughs> hey, Listen, man. uh... You're the writing teacher and I'm the history teacher. Fuck yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, whatever. It's the creative writing teacher and I'm just like the history teacher. Hell yeah. I want to be a hot history teacher. <laughs> All right. History teachers are always hot. In my in my experience. Okay. Well, they're least. either hot or they're um, a 89. sports coach. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, but I'm hot. <laughs> so, there we go. Um, but um, if you would like to give us money, $5, whatever um we would greatly appreciate that you don't have to um if you um want to if you can't give us money want to support us another way rate review and subscribe to us on apple Podcasts. follow us on spotify Mm -hmm. um just stream us over and over (laughs) over again that would be one of the most helpful things you could do um tag your shit accordingly be a kind human and donate donate to to ao3 AO3. and thank you so much for listening (laughs) bye